This is episode 47 of the Dave Messman podcast. And today I want to talk about labels and whether or not they're toxic. In the last two days for Thanksgiving, I've spent time around two different three-year-olds. And as I will sometimes do, I say, hey, bro, I don't know, it's just a playful guy thing. And they both, they didn't know each other, they both said, no, I'm not a bro, my name is, and they gave me their name. And I'm sure, look, it's possible I'm taking this too far. But what I actually think is happening is these children have picked up in the water, in the system, whatever it is, to reject labels. And I totally see the reason for that. Of course it makes sense to the extent that we use reasons to marginalize people, to put them in boxes and then take those boxes and say these boxes are less than or greater than or different than. And in that way, labels are toxic. They can be. They can be used to hurt. And for that reason, it's perfectly logical to want to get rid of labels. But the problem is, it is the easy, emotionally driven way to handle this problem. Because labels, while they can be toxic, are also helpful, important, and vital. I remember I was in a training and we were talking about how we unconsciously label things constantly, right? That's a wall, you can't walk through it. That's a chair, it's something you sit in. Right? These are inanimate objects and maybe they're not relevant, but in terms of people, we can look immediately and label somebody as a threat or somebody who can, we can go to for help if need be, right? whether they be family or just somebody who looks nurturing. I remember Sam Harris talked about not profiling, but anti-profiling. We don't treat seven-year-old girls, seven-year-old, I'll be frank, blonde girls as they would be potential suicide bombers. It's just a waste of resources to put efforts towards scanning her in the same way. So, but there's more than that, right? Why is there this big obsession with DNA results? Because knowing where we come from lets us know partially who we are. When I started on my journey and I started learning about, when I started doing men's work and began to understand how important being male was to me, it was an eye-opener and because it's a structure, it was a label that I had not particularly identified with. Like I, obviously I knew it, but it wasn't something that I said this is an important part of who I am. And once I took that on and understood it in a different way, it's a vital part of who I am. It is, there are a set of behaviors that come that I don't need to be ashamed of. If you reject the label, you may be rejecting the behaviors that come with that label. And again, not all labels are toxic, right? I'm American. Right? And there's a certain set of behaviors that come along with that. I'm male. I'm, I'm white. I have family that comes from the Midwest. I came from the Mid-Atlantic. I 
and politically liberal. There are all these labels that come across and they help define me. And if I'm constantly looking around with no orientation for what I am or what I'm like, then I would imagine I'd just be lost. And I presume it would just lead to nihilism, meaninglessness. There's something about knowing who we are and where we come from that gives us character. It gives us a sense of home, a sense of what we're made of. And once we know what we're made of, we know how we can react, right? So I've got this honor code that comes from being male and American and strong and all these things. Like, I don't have to analyze how I'm going to react in a situation because I know who I am because I identify with a bunch of different labels. And yes, I could, oh, here's another label, atheist. I could go and figure out situation by situation, but I have this instinctual baseline to rely on based on who I have identified myself as. And that's really important to me. And this is sort of what a lot of people talk about. I think it was, oosh, was it Jung or Nietzsche who talked about this? Um, as we got rid of religion and replaced science, replaced it with science as the way to explain things, there was going to be an inevitable loss of meaningless meaning. And I think that's proven out to be true. As we look in the materialistic society based on consumerism, it's pretty vapid if we can step back and look at it and look for actual meaning. Watching the Kardashians is kind of fun. Scrolling through Facebook is kind of fun. But when we die, are we going to like say, wow, I really killed it with all those Kardashians and inst all that Instagram scrolling. This isn't to say that that's what people find meaning in or people how people live their lives. I'll tell you what, it's increasingly going that way. The extent to which we are using human contact as the source of our happiness, which I think if most people really put it down on paper and really thought about it, they would define as the most meaningful parts of their lives, making the lives of people they know better, making their own lives better instead of short-term gratification. I think they'd find meaning in that. And to the extent we're moving away from that, and societally, we are no question. That's an easy pattern for me to see. We are losing meaning the way it was predicted. We are losing ourselves to meaninglessness. And this is part of what this lack of labels leads to. We're losing that central character that defines who we are, so we're searching for meaning. And we search for meaning and we find these shallow answers. And the shallow answers are a snack, not a meal. 
and but they still seem to satisfy us and we go with it because it seems logical or rather at least in the short term it seems logical and this all comes down it's the same concept right it's postmodernism fits in right here postmodernism is the rejection of labels which is interesting right because it's at the same time the embracing of labels the embracing of I'm a black trans female therefore I am more oppressed than this other group than this other group than this other group and we will treat each other as such but at the same time we don't want to apply labels to each other it's it's mind-numbingly strange it really is but the idea that we are individuals not in groups and shouldn't be judged by our group memberships while still being members of groups that are marginalized and should be treated as such is this strange weird part of postmodernism that i've discussed before we can go back to old podcast post podcast 40 talked about postmodernism in more detail so back to my original point are labels toxic some are some are i think it's based on their intention if i say you can't do that you're a woman right that's a pretty toxic use of it but if i say <laughs> see i'm gonna get in trouble if i do it if i say you are a woman and therefore you are more likely to enjoy time with younger children than a man. I think there's a factually correct statement. Or rather, and this is a language I want to start using, that is true with nuance. There is certainly a correlation to that. And I'm not saying all women enjoy small children. I'm saying that if we took a sample size of a billion, there would be a strong correlation if we were to rate their enjoyment of small children on a scale of one to 10, that on the whole, women wouldn't enjoy children more than men, small children. And there's nothing, it's just a thing. Like it doesn't mean anything. It, once we use it and apply it to a person and say, this is the box in which you fit and a box in which you cannot escape that's a problem but if we use it as a piece of data that explains part of how the world is organized it's hard because it we can use it both it's simultaneously both ways and that's what makes it so difficult hmm but the hard part is these things are just true Right, so they can be hurtful, but they're also true. And we can't ignore things that are true, particularly things that help explain how the world is organized. If we take away the facts that help organize the world, then what are we left with? I'd imagine we're gonna left with the same kind of fluid meaninglessness that comes through 
the loss of labels altogether. I mean, it's the same thing. So, are labels toxic? Yes and no. That's it. I mean, it. It's. I don't. Ha I don't have to have an answer for all this. It just has to be complex, and I just have to explain that it's complex, and we figure it out from there. That's the end of this episode of the Dave Massman Podcast.